0: Welcome to our podcast series, Power of Storage, where we will take 10 minutes to explain Dell EMC storage arrays and the value they bring to our customers. Today, we are continuing a conversation with Tom O'Neill on VMware Vols and Dell EMC PowerMax. Thanks for joining me again to
1: speak about PowerMax, Tom. Let's remind our listeners what we spoke about last time. Thanks Ian, and thanks for inviting me back. What we talked about last time was the integrations PowerMax had with VMware, and in particular, we talked a lot about vVolS. You know, some of the other key integrations that we have are vRealize Orchestrator, which is really a modern VMware technology that allows users to simplify the usage of their virtual environments and storage arrays. We also support the VMware Storage API for array integration, also known as VAAI, which provides the ability for PowerMax to natively support vSphere deployments via fiber channel connectivity. And we support lots of VMware applications like the VASA APIs, which allow the use of VVOLs. Now, VASA is really intended to allow the VMware admin to understand the usage of their VMs on underlying storage arrays such as PowerMax.
0: And I'm glad you mentioned the VASA APIs. That's what I'd like to focus on for today's podcast. VASA version 3.0 is required to fully support the latest version of VMware virtual volumes, again, known as VVOLs typically. And that version required in order to allow the array replication support to occur. And there's been a lot of work on the PowerMax side as well as with
1: VMware engineering to deliver a new set of VVOLS functionality. That's right, Ian. The PowerMax team has added to our previous VASA 2 support with support for VMware Site Recovery Manager with SRDF using VVOLS. The two teams, the PowerMax team and the VMware team did a lot of work together to make this happen. This new offering was made available in September of 2020, and we see it as a big step forward in terms of our VVOL support. We're one of the first platforms in the industry to support SRM, as the SRM support for VVOLs was added earlier this year as part of the 8.3 release, that g 80 in conjunction with vSphere 7. The recent Paramax release that we, that we put out provides a number of key new VVOLs items. A list of them are the SRDF-A with SRM, which I just mentioned a few minutes ago. We embedded our VASA provider, and we added support for iSCSI protocol endpoints. Let me me just briefly discuss each of these. So the SRDF-A support that we provided gives customers the ability to replicate VVOLs between a source array and a target array, which VMware calls a protection array and a recovery array. Replication and recovery are driven by the VMware admin, and it's strongly recommended that customers leverage VMware SRM to orchestrate replication. SRM has some built-in guardrails and an integration with PowerMax that we worked with that team on that makes it a no-brainer for customers to take advantage of. By the way, SRM is built into the VASA API, so there's no need for a plugin known as an SRA, which have historically been used along with array replication in VMFS environments. And this release, we also added support for an embedded VASA provider, also known as a VP. What this means is that our VASA provider runs on the array itself rather than in a customer's network, which is how most of them are deployed. Embedding the VASA provider simplifies deployment and provides high availability as two copies of it run on an array. And finally, one more big improvement that we made is that we added support for iSCSI protocol endpoints to go along with the fiber channel protocol endpoint we previously supported. This allows customers to leverage VVOLs for either fiber channel or iSCSI hosts. Hey, this sounds
0: like a pretty exciting release. What are the prerequisites for customers to take advantage of this new Vvol's functionality on PowerMax?
1: Ian, it is an exciting release. Here's a list of the prereqs that we need to take advantage of this new support. First, you're gonna to have to have a PowerMax 2000 or 8000 running the newest software release, which G8 in September 2020. To be specific, it's microcode 5978.669.669 and solutions enabler Unisphere version 9.2. You need them as a minimum. The release also supports all of the vSphere 6.x releases as well as 7.0. But if you want to take advantage of SRDFs, you'll need to be on vSphere 7.0 as a minimum. SRM 8.3 is not required, but we strongly recommend it, as I mentioned earlier in this discussion. We've done a lot of work with that team to ensure protection and recovery workflows work as smoothly as possible. So I just want to make sure we've got the
0: microcode clear to our listeners. It's 5978.669. 669, and SE Unisphere 9.2. Do I have that correct, Tom? That's correct, Ian. Okay. So what other
1: considerations should customers have who are considering moving to VVOLs? Ian, there's a lot of momentum behind VVOLs, a lot of work going on in this space, but they're still not quite as mature as some technologies like VMFS, which have been around for a really long time. I think customers have to think about a couple of things as they're moving towards VVOLs. I think one, one thing to keep in mind is, you know, what type of replication do you typically use? PowerMax supports SRDF async today only, but we're working with VMware to expand to other modes in the future. By the way, all, all of the existing replication in the industry supports async replication today. You know, another, another question to ask is how many snapshots do you typically take? You know, as you know, a PowerMax can take hundreds of snapshots for a particular source, but there are li- the limits for vVols are a bit lower, which is something to keep in mind. You know, we do expect that these limits will increase over time, but if you require that level of snapshotting, you, you might want to take time for moving into VVOLs. And then I think another thing to keep in mind is how large an environment do you intend to run? I went over this in the last podcast that we did, but a rough rule of thumb is that a VM has about 10 VVOLs on average. So moving 1,000 VMs to VVOLs will take roughly 10,000 devices, which would equate to VVOLs. Fortunately, a power mask can support up to 64,000 devices, as well as 64,000 VVOLs, but not all arrays can scale to this level. Excellent. You mentioned earlier that we
0: strongly suggest that customers use VMware Site Recovery Manager or SRM as part of their VVOLS SRDF deployment. Why is that?
1: Ian, there's a number of reasons why customers really should use SRM as part of their SRDF VVOLS deployment. A couple of them are, the integration provides all of the SRM capabilities that customers have come to expect, including protect, test failover, failover, and reprotect. Another reason is that SRM manages both the replication and protection groups well and will automatically add virtual machines to a protection group when they are added to an associated replication group, you know, which provides peace of mind to users. You don't have to do that yourself. And you know, finally, as I mentioned, there's been a lot of work between the two teams to ensure that the integration works great and we will continue working with that team moving forward to continue to innovate in this area.
0: This integration sounds really great. And as we're wrapping up here, do you have any last thoughts on the PowerMax SRDF
1: and support for the VVOLS? I do, Ian. First of all, thank you for inviting me out of the podcast and thanks to all the listeners. PowerMax is the most scalable storage array in the industry and it's well known for its RAS capabilities as well as best in class feature set. We are bringing this power to VVOLS by adding support for SRDF with VVOLS and other features as we move forward. We'll continue to improve this support And we're working closely with VMware to do exactly that.
0: Thank you, Tom. This podcast is part of the Power of Storage podcast series from Dell Technologies. You can check out the rest of the Power of Storage podcasts or our related data protection podcasts on Power to Protect. Both are available on your favorite podcast platform. We hope you found this informative, and we'd love to get feedback on this podcast and the series. Also, If there's specific subjects you'd like to have us cover in future podcasts, please let us know.
1: And thank you for listening.